Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Called the Garoppolo segment. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. Let me tell you something. Cam Inman finds himself in the middle of a show that... uh, He's got some fired up hosts right now. Look at him. And the first question come out of the gate, he's going to get warned. I want no equivocation. I'm asking you a question and give me an answer. Not hemming and hawing. You ready? Uh, ready. Are Jimmy Garoppolo's best days behind him or in front of him? Mm-hmm. In front of him. Next question. Uh, I, I'm... Please elaborate what you see, because obviously he's been in a Super Bowl and he's been in an NFC title game. He's got a good record. Yeah, well, I mean, it's set up for him to go back to those two games, don't you think? Um, I think the Niners are positioning themselves for another playoff run. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have some uh, better offensive help as long as they make it through healthy. And... um, so that, that means, Matt, yep. he's going to do well and he's going to get a big, fat contract, which would be a better day. And he's whether that's with the 49ers or somewhere else, um, it's going to be a lot better than it was probably about a year earlier when he didn't know what was going to happen to him and he went and got shoulder surgery and his career was in flux. So I would say better days are ahead for Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, just real- maybe I'm just optimistic. I don't know. No, that's a great Great answer. Um, were you envisioning in this question that he's a long-term niner? Ooh. Um, no, I'm not dismissing it, but I think it's... I so you think, think he's better plausible. than people think, me, and he's going to be fine? Way. Go ahead. I think it's more plausible right now than it was last November. How's that? Because I think uh-huh. last November we all knew that Jimmy was, he was out, that it was going to be Trey Lance's show. And then a lot of other stuff happened with the shoulder surgery and no trade and all that. So, um, and, but then Jimmy also kind of controls his own destiny, whether he wants to come back or whether he finds a great uh, fit somewhere else out there because the NFL every offseason needs quarterbacks and about seven or eight teams took turns getting new ones this year and only a couple have worked out, so they're going to be looking again. Cam, forget the politics of what they, and this is no shade for the people in the back listening uh, about Trey Lance and his future, but I'm telling you, man, I got visions of Ricky Waters, Roger Craig, and it finally, like a teacher trying to teach a student a math problem, and the light bulb went off when I saw Jimmy Garoppolo checking down, and he wasn't just checking down to an average running back. It was a guy that could take it to the house. I felt like not just the confidence of completing the check down. When Jimmy looked downfield to others, I felt like he could, he was getting energy and feeding off of, oh, I, like something just opened up in his mind. So I say all that to say, Cam, is I think Kyle, John, if they do say bye-bye to Jimmy, it's a new Jimmy they're saying bye-bye because, Cam, it felt like Jimmy had a new toy to play with and it made him or is going 
trying to make him a better quarterback. Yeah, well, first of all, as Jim Harbaugh advised us 10 years ago, never refer to a player as a toy. These are, these are grown men. Uh, Richard Pryor, all right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Richard, that was a great, that was a great movie. <laughs> well, yeah. Gleason, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but did you see Jimmy? I, I he looked right, different. Though. I mean, yeah. it, it, because if, I, they fit so well together because, one, McCaffrey's a great short-range missile, right? He, he's your weapon that can, you can dump it off to or you can design <laughs> great plays to. But the the one play, I mean, the, the touchdown catch he had was very off-schedule and impromptu. McCaffrey was on, like, he was just hanging out on our sideline, right, On the, as that play was unfolding. And he saw Garoppolo had, was in trouble, was going through his progression, so he darted for the end zone. Like, you're, when you're short and the play breaks down, go long. And Garoppolo read it, and the question after the game was whether he was throwing it to McCaffrey or to Kittle, who was heading to the same area. <laughs> It doesn't really matter, but I mean, McCaffrey made it just a tremendous acrobatic catch. I thought it was going to McCaffrey all the way just because my eyes were following McCaffrey. I mean, maybe Garoppolo's were following Kittle, but if that was the case, the pass was underthrown and uh, McCaffrey was there. But I mean, it's just the chemistry that they've shown in, in just the short time together. It's it's a little reminiscent back in 2017, right, when Garoppolo came aboard and had to do a little backyard football and as he was learning Shanahan's offense. and. McCaffrey's learning that right now, too, but there's that you just have to play football. And I think, honestly, in these last five years, there hasn't been enough improvisation in Shanahan's offense. Is There is in the NFL. There's the so much breaks down, and you have to go off schedule. Clara, right. and, and Jimmy has at some point, but I think that's uh, – if he can you know, have, a, have a, a threat like McCaffrey where you can go off schedule a little bit more, that's going to make that offense so much more dynamic. And then you put Debo Samuel on the same field with him, and then it makes it twice as dynamic. Oh. Cam Inman joining us on 95.7 The Game. He's our Odyssey in San Francisco 49ers uh, NFL insider. You know, I've always, I think I've got a regular week figured out in terms of the routine, but I kind of want you to take me through a bye week. So the 49ers played in L.A. on Sunday. They fly back to the Bay Area that Sunday night. What happens Monday? Well, um, now you got my days all mixed up here, right? So um, Monday, I believe, was a, they, I believe Monday was an off day, right? What day are we on? Thursday. Correct. Yeah. So Tuesday, um, Tuesday was trade deadline, right? Yeah. So we got an hour. Allegedly, we were supposed to get an hour of media access after the players do a little morning stretch, and then they do a little workout, and then they're kind of dismissed. They're allowed. They were invited to go to a venture capitalist seminar that was presented by a former Hall of Fame quarterback named Steve Young, and I think only about a dozen guys did because everybody was skipping out of town. Gotcha. Um, so, but Matt, here's the thing. So the NFL bye week, uh, players are mandated to have the four days off, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Shanahan gave them five, five and a half, because they were dismissed by noon on Tuesday. Okay. And so they got a little extra time. Um, the guys that are injured are sticking around to do rehab, guys like Eric Armstead and I would imagine Elijah Mitchell and some other guys that are close to coming back. And so they're probably around the facility still all week. Um, if not, maybe they're taking a little day trip here or there. But um, other people just getting on planes or driving down towards Big Sur or hanging gotcha. out around the bay. They, they, it was, it's the week to get away, and it's a time to recharge yourself for what should be a good second-half run. Cam, I'm kind of putting myself out there with this question with Steiny in the room, but he knows one of my hobbies is watching games back. And the first half, 
after the Kansas City debacle defensively, I was like, oh, my God, the Rams are doing whatever they want. They're completing third downs. And you tell me if my lab work is correct. I felt like in the second half, the Niners went man, and that took Cup away. Well, it kind of did. I mean, it's such a one-trick pony with the Rams' offense, right? And so they started blitzing a little bit more with Fred Warner. The pass rush just finally had opportunities in the second half that they didn't have in the first half. And that's what, you know, the Rams, I think they converted like six third downs in a row when the Niners finally woke up, right? And they got a little bit more aggressive. And um, I talked to Nick Bosa about this, too, on Tuesday. And he just said, you know, we finally had opportunities to start, you know, having a pass rush in the second half. And... Yeah, so like whether it's zone or man, I kind of just look more up front, to be honest with you, because mm. I want to see what Bosa and those guys are doing, because it starts there. How are you going like, to rattle Matthew Stafford like you have in past games? And when the Rams are so one-dimensional and they have no running game, it, it makes life a little bit easier for a defense. So um, it, it, it is amazing, though, how well they have that team's number, isn't it? And even in the NFC Championship game, they were dominating that game up until the last oh, eight man. minutes. It's just, it's just going back there for the first time since that game when I was there Sunday. I'm just like, I'm looking at that banner in the ceiling, going, <laughs> I cannot believe the yeah, Niners wow. blew that game because that that whether they were going to get a banner or not, they should have beat that team last year. Well, Cam, they might have another shot at it this year. Well. We'll see. Yeah, I think so. I think so. All right. We'll appreciate it. Enjoy a few days off, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Okay. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. Yes, sir. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.